Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Sulia Podcast. My name is Safu Kwame Ohineba and today on the show, we are going to talk um, the World Cup quarterfinals. Yes, it has happened. The World Cup has eluded Cristiano Ronaldo. Is this like, has this like settled a good debate? We are going to talk about that. We are going to talk about Morocco being the first African team to make it to the World Cup semi-finals. Honestly, Morocco is not really a, represent- a good ambassador, a good representative of the African team, but Charlie, who cares? And then the drama surrounding the Black Stars. You know, as we do in every tournament, after every tournament, it is time to rant. And after we rant for months, we go back to default settings. So we're in the ranting season, and I'm going to discuss a couple of things I noticed during the week from the... Sadiq Adams and Countryman Songo interview on Peace FM to the Daniel Crantons and the media point of view on CTFM. I'm going to talk all about all of that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Sulia Podcast, and the name still remains Stafokwabi Oheneba. Are you ready? Hey, think you can tell us what to do? Think you could tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Degenerate into something fool. We just got tired of doing what you told us to do. In dealing with this whole good debate thing, this is my honest take on it. I don't think the good debate is ever going to end. There are going to be diehard Ronaldo fans who think Ronaldo is the best in the world. There are going to be diehard Messi fans who think Messi is the best in the world. But this is my honest take on it. I've always said it. I don't shy away from it. I've been a Ronaldo person. But if I'm going to be very honest, I think as a footballer, Messi is better than Ronaldo. And... It shows from not just this World Cup, but previous World Cups, like past World Cups in which we've watched. If you watched um, Saturday's game, we think the scripts were set for Ronaldo to make a history maker, to come and be Portugal's savior. He didn't like. Look at, look, go back to 2014, the Portugal squad, Portugal had. Everyone was like, oh, Messi has a team that helps him. Ronaldo didn't have. Over the years, in 2018, 2022, Portugal has had. One of the best squad, if not the best squad in Europe, to be competing for absolutely anything. But I just feel like they, they've been subpar. On the other hand, this is this is what this, and this is what this is my take on this matter, and I wouldn't go back to it. If you are a good, you show up when your country needs you, and when Portugal needed ronaldo the most when he came to uruguay in 2018 when they needed him the most when he came to morocco he couldn't break the morocco lie watch the game against argentina and watch the game against portugal i think netherlands were playing an equally defensive game like the moroccans played and this is what's going to forever be the difference between ronaldo and messi ronaldo is more of like a front man and more of like a target man Whereas Messi has evolved his play over the years from being like a winger, stroke forward person to more of like a pillow kind of player, a creative, an assister, like those kind of players. He, uh, Messi is kind of occupying the thing Neymar is doing with Brazil right now. 
But you look at Ronaldo. Yeah, Ronaldo used to be a winger. Ronaldo has transitioned from being a winger in 06 when he was playing with the Figos and the Decos and the Cavalos and those kind of people. He was because he was younger to becoming the target man, the number nine. And he's just not moved on from that. I feel like Ronaldo could have evolved his play, especially looking at his years, to be more of like a hurricane. Not necessarily scoring or being the target man, but helping in with the assist, giving the one-two. And I think that's on Fernando Santos too. He, he could have figured a way Ronaldo should have played with Goncalo Ramos. And I think they just didn't do that. Over the year, I don't think Ronaldo has been able to evolve his play. His play has been stagnated and he's not been fit as much. In as much as we would see it. But then, whose fault is that? You need your goods to show up. I don't think Ronaldo has showed up. Messi, on the other hand, did show up against Netherlands. Albeit he been doing it in a very disrespectful manner. Because honestly, I didn't like the attitude they gave. I know people say, oh, Netherlands were arrogant or whatever but what do you expect from van gaal to say that his team is going to lose i don't see it's just football banter but for him to go on live interview calling people stupid i feel like that's something that's subpar that's beneath something someone like messi should do and it was very irritating to watch and their arrogance the argentine arrogance in this whole tournament is very telling and I don't know i feel like it will just backfire and hit them in the face so with the good debate honestly i feel like the last time i think ronaldo showed up for his country in the world cup to me is the 3-3 draw against Spain. put that aside cast your mind back 2014 he really he really didn't show up for portugal portugal didn't even have a good squad then so we pardoned them 2010 not really that much 2006 was the last time I could see like Ronaldo really showed up for Portugal at least in a World Cup on the World Cup stage. So this good debate on a World Cup stage, bruv, I think your highest you've ever got into is a fourth place finish in 2006 against Germany. I'm not a great, I'm not the greatest fan of Messi, but at least he's been in, he's been to the finals and um, yeah, I I don't like how things are going. Things are taking a very bad turn for Ronaldo, but he will forever be my favorite. He will forever be my good. I still think when it comes to World Cup-wise, Messi has showed up. And that's my opinion and that's my take on this whole Messi-Ronaldo debate. For, for Morocco's success, I think it's bankers. Like, it's crazy. Guy, they have not conceded a single goal since September. And this includes a penalty shootout. Yes, <laughs> I think it's well deserved. I think they came with a strategy, they came with a plan, which is defense solidity. Because since their first game against Croatia, these people have been defensively solid. I always say what Morocco is doing is an apology of what the Black Stars has been trying to do. It's not even an apology, it's something we just couldn't perfect like the Moroccans have. The Moroccans have like perfected the defensive work and I was having this discussion with a friend yesterday about ooh, it should have been Ghana, it should have been Ghana. I was like, no, it shouldn't have been us. Look at Morocco's path to the quarters, uh, to the semis. Morocco literally had to face Belgium. They had to face Croatia. They had to face Spain. They had to face Portugal. Ghana had to face Serbia, Australia, Germany, USA, Uruguay. I still couldn't make it to the semifinals. So massive achievement for morocco it's crazy like 
question is how long can they do it because i remember listening to a podcast which had josie fonte on and joseph fonte was saying ah as you can see the moroccans have like a depleted injured size but you have a captain in roman size who was like he couldn't even last the 90 minutes and they played with heart and grit that match should have ended more than they should have scored portugal like two three it's just amazing i don't care if it is defensive football or what history is not going to have it that they play the defensive football for for christ's sake italians made a name out of catanacio football so it doesn't matter history would have it that they are the first african team to make it to the semi-finals and the question of whether they are african or not yeah i get it i get why people would not think especially with Buffal's comments which kind of stirred a little bit of controversy but this is the thing morocco is not a comable country morocco is not in uefa morocco is not in kusafa morocco is in CAF. morocco plays african cup g whatever they achieve it's going to in the end of at the end of the day represent CAF, which is a confederation of african football so irrespective of what maybe people say they feel african by geography i still don't care you're still in the african continent and the slot africa is going to get in the next world cup is due to morocco's performance kudos to morocco and what makes it crazy is that one thing i like about this is that that means african countries can't have this mediocre excuse that oh our target is to reach the semis no we 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 are no longer about reaching the semis we can do more than that target now is winning the world cup and i love that if we move from tokenism and mediocrity to high standards we can achieve it. we can do it the moroccan defense has been beautiful has been beautiful and i have a friend we we're having this discussion yesterday whilst we we're watching i was watching the morocco game and he was telling me about um how even portugal couldn't break down the Ghanaian defense with Daniel Amati. So then he so then he doubts they can break that Moroccan backline. So and what is it Wagragi or Wagragi? Can't get the name right. The Moroccan coach, top-notch Moroccan coach. Some he did it on the calf level with uh, with that, and he's doing it with the Moroccan national team. It's crazy, and that will lead me to my next uh, segment about. The journalistic and how Morocco as a country has been evolving, to like, and countries like Ghana can do it. Like, all I've got to say is Morocco fully deserves it. As to whether they are going to storm the weather against France is a whole different thing. But I, I boom put it past them. I boom put it past them. Like, don't be shocked if you see Morocco in that finals. Um, I don't. I have not seen. Let me see. France played Australia. Australia was not really that defensive. They played Denmark. Not really that defensive. Tunisia. Not really that defensive. Then the before they played England. What did France even play before they played England? Um, um, who did France play before they played England? But before they played England, I still think they've not. Uh, Poland. Yeah, they they played Poland. I I I don't think they had that defensive i don't think they've met a team like morocco the only thing that would hinder morocco is they not having fit players sofian before can't last 90 minutes size i don't even think can make it into the next game so that would be the only thing to their disadvantage but hey win or lose moroccan are 
Moroccan where the dark horses Denmark was promised to be where the dark horses most European countries were promised to be so hats off to Morocco you've done very well so you look at this Moroccan team and there are some players who are outstanding you look at the the star the VIP for me is Unahi damn watch that guy carefully I was watching him against he barely loses the ball he barely loses control of the ball like it's it's bonkers like yeah he missed certain chances but like he barely lost the ball in possession and that was i, th- I thought that was crazy and amrabat jeez like that guy has been very pivotal for fiorentina and he continues it for the spanish not the spanish um, for the moroccan national team and bono <laughs> bono has i think bono is underrated like you see him at sevilla all the time but it's like mm, okay i feel like he's showing his worth here Ziek is Ziek, Hakimi is Hakimi. Like everyone is playing their part. Like, wow, what a time to be alive! And that leads me to this whole Black Stars brouhaha. So this week, um, we heard from Dankweku Yeboa, Sadiq Adams, Countryman Songo, Songo on peace about what they think didn't work for the Black Stars. And I must say, I agreed hundred percent with the submission of someone like Sadiq Adams that football is a gradual process and um the priorities of um the fa we as a footballing nation of the people of the government is misplaced truth is developmental football in ghana is honestly non-existent i don't think we even pay attention to our under 20s you see i'm looking at our football as a whole and i feel like one thing ghana could have really excelled at if if they paid attention to was the qualifiers for olympics i have always said that that's something we can really shine at but we don't focus on those things even our under 20s under 17s the focus there is not much i feel like personal interest has and it's not just in the football administration we shouldn't act like it's just a football administration it permeates every single aspect of the Ghanaian life and the Ghanaian culture that's why in ghana here people who are competent never get good jobs and things like that you would always have people who are well connected or people who know someone and so we shouldn't act surprised i always say football is a funny sport because unlike other jobs football is a job where like everyone watches you do your job if everyone should could watch a Ghanaian do their job you would see that we are all equally complicit so that's what you get when what is in a Ghanaian DNA or a Ghanaian culture is in the spotlight like that we always want the already made things we don't want to invest we don't want to put in much effort because if you watch the FIFA documentary about uh, one of Sepp Blatter his goals were to give money for football development to struggling countries it was not just in Ghana alone Kenya all those countries Ghana's one is pram pram she was not done and it's still unaccounted for you would think as a country who has learned and there's the jamefer commission we would learn we've still not learned from it it's always about it's black stars how are we going to pump money i feel like all stakeholders should come on board it doesn't matter if you're a football person you're not a football person there are just certain things we can't compromise on we cannot compromise on developmental football and things like that so I totally agreed with Sadiq about 
the juice fontaine in france and um morocco morocco's like morocco's like state funded like policy about how they would want to develop as a country and how to yield them benefit i hope for posterity's sake we as a country led it and yeah on otoato's press conference it's like anybody who has anything or anything negative against the gfa is not patriotic or is just being negative minded like what the fuck is that that's some kind of sorry for cussing but that's some kind of machiavellian dictatorial kind of thinking that no one can criticize i get it if you want to talk about people not criticizing constructively but any criticism being negative minded it's it's just not the way we should go it's like you are not patriotic for criticizing the fa but the fa is supposed to tell us that they are patriotic for prioritizing their selfish needs and uh putting themselves first like that doesn't make sense in any way so it's a time for ranting it's a season for ranting i'm here to also rant but we hope that the ranting this time is not just ranting for ranting sake but a ranting that something will be done about it if something is not done about it posterity will judge us my name is Safa Kwame Oheneba. welcome and thank you for staying with me for another episode of the Sulia podcast catch you on the next episode where we will hopefully discuss the finalists of the FIFA World Cup it was fun chatting with you guys adios ciao